What's up, Redhead Racing Radio? It's two redheads sitting in one room, everybody. Kind of a little throwback to an old intro we used to do because oh. we were listening to the show earlier. But... As we were having our salmon dinner outside in the back porch. That's right, that's right. Uh, Jason Schultz was cooking salmon and Andrew Curlin was eating it. Yes, so we covered job, the Andrew. names out of the way, too. Good job. We're in person. How about that? It's incredible. I can look at you in the eye and talk. It's so much different than Zoom. Yeah, I'm still going to fake the network connection failure and all that. I think the last time we did an in-person podcast was Chicagoland 2019, this Monday after the race, because my flight was moved to Monday. And so we sat in your bedroom and did it. Yeah, yeah. You should go listen to that, see what it was like. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot we did do that. But yeah, we're here in uh, North Carolina. Don't tell people where I live. All right, that's like a... Beep that out. Beep that out. All right. We're here in North Carolina. Good job. Suburb of Charlotte. Somewhere. (laughs) Figure it out. Take a guess. Figure out where DJD and DBC producer lives. I'll tweet it if you get it right. We don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you in Charlotte? Huh? Why are you here? I'm here. Um,. Well, to come hang out here for the week, do some work at Dirty Mo, go to the race this weekend. It's going to be fun. Lots to do. Are you excited to hang out with me oh. in person? Well, you know, there's sometimes sacrifices you have to make. Uh-huh. It's just one of those necessary evils. That... You are now in my living space. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's definitely colder downstairs than it is upstairs, <laughs> but I think we figured that one out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The yeah. vet wasn't open. Andrew opened it. Huh? Thank the yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We were trying to figure out why this one room I was sleeping in was so hot, and we realized there was zero air circulation going in. Sometimes and we just you have to open the, the vents, vent. and it was a lot cooler last yeah, night. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's been a while since we had a podcast. We've been busy. Yeah, we have. Um, I got to I got to see what kind of busy day Jason has at Dirty Mo. Man. A life of Holy podcast cow. producer. Like... First car in, last one out, like, my God. To deliver to deliver the Dale Jr. download. Like, I kind of knew what it took from mm. editing my part, but to yeah. see it all put together, man, it is like, it is a full day's work. It's pretty crazy to watch. Turns out pretty well. Yeah, it does. Everyone was surprised to see you and excited. Dale was surprised to see you. Yeah, Dale walked in. We were, I was standing talking to Dilner, and he walks in, and just in the best Dale accent, he's like, what? the hell are you doing here yeah. <laughs> so i don't think um yeah but apparently he knew i was doing stuff for the podcast all year i did not know oh, really? he I, knew that but i may have mentioned it once it was cool to see the download in person great episode really enjoyed that mm-hmm. but um yeah so our podcast is basically turned into me reading off my list of topics so i'm gonna, <laughs> let, you, I'm gonna let you see it in person it's a few weeks in the making holy cow it? yeah that's a lot. So some of these, I forget what they are, but we'll start from the top. A Kyle Bush tweet. Oh, this is when he called out NASCAR. So after Darlington, NASCAR tweeted, the beginning was better than the end. Oh, the Bush. captions. Yes. And then Kyle said, you guys are so stupid with your wannabe taglines. Every week you praise a winner and shame those following. That's pretty funny. I think they stopped doing it after that. Yeah. I want to say. But that's like why, like, I guess if you're not first, you're last. Maybe they're going by that. But gotta give props to like i don't know don't shame whoever finishes lower than first it's not nice yeah it's not nice you're right i'm trying to think of like what a better caption for that would be 
That's not my job. Yeah, and it's been three weeks since that happened, so I yeah. forget what happened in that race. I did something similar happened to me before. Someone tweeted you on a caption? When I was working for Charlotte Motor Speedway after an Xfinity race, I did a similar caption to who? someone that didn't win. I can't remember who. I think it may have been Tyler Reddick. I don't think it was Tyler Reddick. Uh, Bell, maybe? I don't know. It was a. What was your caption? I don't know, but it was something. <laughs> this is a great say, story. <laughs> it was basic, I know. What I did sh- they say? They said like <laughs> it was a bat. Like it was like a taking a shot at the caption kind mm. of thing. I forget. Maybe I should go find it. I kind of deleted it from my memory. Well, it's been a great weekend at Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another good one. All right, next topic. Um, apparently, someone on Reddit called out nascar or we're just calling out nascar here i guess their youtube thumbnails are just all wrecks for the most part apparently even for coda the truex custer thing their like highlights video the thumbnail was the like an impact like that wasn't a good i remember someone seeing uh on the race replays they're upset because nascar showed the thumbnail of the winner Oh, really? Yeah. And it's hard. And, like, thumbnails, it spoiled it for them. Thumbnails you, are tough. Yeah, you've had a lot of experience with yes. thumbnails. They're not easy. Thumbnails and video captions, good lord. Yeah, they're the key are, to it. Are so tough. And, you know, like, part of it yeah. is, for some of my stuff, yeah, yeah, see, the extended highlights is Truex up in the air for Coda. Like, but yes, it, that was a highlight. However, you don't, that was an unsafe scenario. I'm not sure you want to promote that. Yeah, I don't know. Next topic? We can we can keep rolling. There's a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage. Are you aware of this? Yeah, not here though. No, I, here. I opened your fridge and you are not okay. short of Chick-fil-A sauce. Because we prepared for slightest. times like this. We've been preparing for this scenario all of our lives. Like, we knew this was coming, but we're prepared. Except it is dwindling. How, if we, how, do they, how is there a shortage on that? I don't know. Not manufactured well enough? How? That's like, that should be tier A of yeah. like, like vaccines, then Chick-fil-A sauce, exactly. then gasoline. We need you to run for president. Yeah, yeah. See, I've d- here's the thing, guys. When I've come to Jason's house, I've been full of nothing but good ideas. Yeah. He helps me with so many good ideas. I yeah. Need, I'll pay you to follow me around forever, giving me the additional idea that I'm looking for. Like, Jason's got all this space in the back of his house. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, open. I'm like, bring a table out here and we can, like, Bring the hang kitchen out. table out, which is a very weird I think concept to think about. But I'm like, that's perfect. We need a table out there. Bring the kitchen table out. Mm-hmm. It's not that big. It's a small table. Yeah. We should give people a tour. Also, where'd you get your salmon recipe from? This Haley is- Dillon. <laughs> we had salmon tonight, and Haley Dillon in 2016 tweeted a recipe that she made for her husband Ty of salmon, and we had it: Dijon mustard, soy sauce, garlic. And it was good. I just can't believe, like, I'm eating this. I'm like, this is Haley Dillon's recipe mm-hmm. from like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> I, that's the only recipe I use for salmon. Oh, that is fun. Like, I I did wonder, like. When, when people post stuff like that, do people actually look at those recipes? In 2016, you did. Yeah. Not I mean, much now. 2016, Jason very much did. Mm-hmm. What? How old were you? 18. Yeah. That's when I started getting into salmon. Oh, big salmon guy now. When did you start dabbling in salmon? Very recently. Yeah, last couple of years. Honestly, probably when I was 18. Actually, I think the first time I had salmon was probably yeah. was, uh, when you, I was 18. You gotta become a adult to start eating salmon. Yeah. I like the edible form of salmon. What kind of salmon do you prefer? Uh, you know... Where are you going with We're this? We're in person. You can't just pause like that. 
I don't. I don't. I was just making a comment. I'm just asking you what kind of salmon you like. Well, yeah, I like cooked salmon. Okay, good. Yeah. We. I mean, it was fully cooked today. Yeah. Good. All right. Next topic. Nashville Super Speedway had one job. Do you know what that one job was? To move it to the fairgrounds. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. The other job was to hire the guy who gave the most famous prayer in NASCAR history to do the prayer before the cup race, and they oh, didn't. Oh, I saw like, you tweeted about that. Like that is like the most famous thing about Nashville besides was Kyle that Busch the last? Guitar. Yeah, it was like oh, 20, it was my 20 God. If Kyle Busch wins Nashville, you yeah. think he's gonna? Are do they it? gonna do the guitar? I hope they they better do the guitar. There's no sign. I would like, be amazed if they didn't. There's Sam Bass is the one that designed it, and sadly he's passed away since but then. But they still did. Like Luke Combs got a guitar this year at the 500. Yeah, but it's in Nashville. Like it's trash. I know, thing. I know. So hopefully, someone does that because that is such, that's a good tradition. Like we're going back to this track at least for like five years. So we better put these traditions into place that are what the track is known for: prayer, guitar, prayer, like country music. Yeah, and then NASCAR. What if they just have some like <laughs> rapper sing the anthem? Oh yeah, oh, I do wonder. Like, you got to get a good pre-race concert figure too, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So many like Nashville. I saw teams. Brad Paisley's hosting the um, pre-race show. Oh really? On NBC. That's that cool. should be great. He's a, he's like the guy you want hosting that pre-race yeah. show. He's gonna be very entertaining. NBC, less than a month. NBC, can't wait for that. Maybe they'll show victory lane celebrations again as part of the TV coverage. Could be, and we're gonna get post-race coverage too. That's important. Fox. And normal graphics. Yeah, that's nice. I will say Fox has given more post-race coverage since I tweeted about it in March. Like, I feel like there's more than there has been <sighs> beginning of the season. I think it's because more races are on FS1 and they're able to show post-race on FS1 longer than they are on Fox. But That's fair. But just show Victory Lane, the celebration, now that finally crews are allowed back to Victory Lane. I don't like the, the front stretch interview compared to the Victory Lane celebration. Which one's more like iconic for NASCAR? Like, what's, what's a better shot? Like, what's a pair of promo shot? A guy well, on the front stretch what, in an interview? All right. I honestly like what NBC... You remember what NBC did? Both. It was both. Did they do it last year? Well, I guess last year didn't I think really they, count. Well, last year didn't really count. Yeah, but remember they would get out of the car, yeah. celebrate on the front stretch, then they would put the headset on, ask them different questions. I just want victory lane. Like, that's where, like, driver celebrates on the front stretch. Like, there's no purpose. Like, in my mind, there's no benefit to do it on the front stretch. Yeah, you're close to the fans, but... Just go with Victory Lane. That is the rawest reaction you will get, though. I know, but, like, it's never anything. Like, very rarely is someone getting out, like, just all, like, oozing emotion. See, you know what I wish was a front stretch interview? Was Johnson's seven-time champion yeah. in 2016. Where he was freaking out, yeah. getting out of the that car. Cool. But then that, that video that we're thinking about... Would have been that, ruined Yeah, there would have been, no. We need yeah. that, like, iconic moments in the sport. Front stretch interview is an iconic thing. Victory Lane, not front stretch interview. I'm speaking bad words. Front stretch celebrations iconic. Victory Lane celebrations iconic. Like the Daytona 500, like my memories of like seeing guys get out of the car and just so excited. Not saying they don't do that anymore, but like the capturing that raw emotion there in this place that's built for it. Like that's where it should be. Yeah, I agree. You agree? Is that was that what I say? Like, all right, do you agree? Or yeah, no, yeah, you do say yeah. Do you agree? All right. Oh, well, all right, hold on, real quick. I'll I'll add one of mine in here. Um, this is a this is a Fox thing, but this is My on the podcast, good side. But go ahead. All right, sure. This is on the like man. Jamie Little crushes it mm. every single weekend. Like this is a shout out to Jamie Little right here because I feel like she is the most informed and ed- like 
especially when it came to Coda, my God, there were so many little details that she provided mm. in her like reports that totally enhanced mm. race broadcasts in my mind. Um, yeah, I hope I hope they don't. I hope they keep her on. Yeah, the trend of making former drivers pit road reporters. I don't. I would rather have a Jamie Little who prepares in is a trained journalist like Dick Bergen was on the download in April like the way he described how he went about his job like that's what you need on pit road yeah you need someone trained to do that job and not just a former race car driver I don't think it really adds much having a former driver here's the thing it's like having form like you just need to find their place yeah Yeah, pit road's place pre-race show that's a good place that's like oh my god pre-race show it would be so great like you especially look at the NBC side Kyle Petty Dale Mm -hmm. Jarrett um, they're they're yeah. the pre-race show. Yeah. yeah. All right. This look at my Andrew's look at my list here. I don't have any caption around this tweet I put on this list, but we're just gonna click it and see what happens. Okay. You ready? Oh. <laughs> the tweet. <laughs> the tweet I clicked on said airlines may start weighing people at the gate because too many fat people are flying. Coming from someone who just took an airplane ride, were you weighed at the gate? No, but I think I sent that tweet. It was a barstool tweet. Um, I love the sarcastic nature. Yeah, remember when we were gonna get back to onion posts? Oh yeah, that was funny. Like here, <laughs> there's there's a lot of good ones. Let me find. Uh... Are you concerned about being weighed at the gate before you board an airplane? Me, I'm not the guy who you need to be concerned about weighing. Well, your at the camera gate. bag is gonna add like eighty pounds. Yeah, that's not fun to travel with, but. I think you gotta lose some weight because you're not getting on the plane on the way home. You're gonna be stuck here forever. I will. Yeah. All right. You ready for the next one? Let's do it. Click on this tweet where I captioned it. Good to know in my notes. It says, "Don't kiss or snuggle backyard poultry." CDC warns in Salmonella alert. Is that how you pronounce that? Salmonella. Salmonella. Don't kiss or snuggle backyard poultry because that's a thing people do. Yeah, what the heck? And that's a real tweet. It's a real tweet, NBC News. We went hiking today, and would you rate the area in which we went hiking as rural? Yeah, very much so. They could be kissing or snuggling Those people, that's probably who they were talking not about. But you think those people, people are going to be on Twitter looking for NBC to no, tell them clearly, not to? Clearly, NBC has a, bad, <laughs> has a wrong channel to get that message across. Not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying they're, it was a farming area, so that could happen. But I love the rural area. We had some good conversations on that hike today. You want to get to some? Let's get to some of them. Wait, what, yeah. what do you think was our best conversation? I think the 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 fight one. Okay. So I have content ideas come to me at all hours of the day. Would you agree? Yeah. That's what I say. Would you agree? Every yeah. Time I say See, something. now I feel like I'm at home. And so my ideas are just about quality, entertaining content. The keyword's entertaining here, right? Mm-hmm. I said in an interview, and this could be, this is very much like a fun kind of interview. Ask a driver who is willing to have some fun, ask them to go through the whole Cup Series field and say who they could take in a fight. Ryan Newman. Yeah. <laughs> but Ryan would be it's like, I can take all these little. Yeah, no, Ryan Newman could maybe be the only guy to be like, I can take. Give me the field. Yeah. <laughs> if we ask someone like Ross Chastain, who's smaller, I bet he would. I wonder what his answers would be. That'd be. I think it'd be a funny content idea. It's just fun content. It doesn't have to be serious. You're just having fun with it. 
You're not really going to fight these people. I don't think I don't think any driver will name names unless it's a teammate. No, we're going through the field and asking. All right, Cole oh, Custer. God. All right, Cole Custer, would you fight him or could you take him or not? <laughs> it's just a fun content idea. I feel like F1 does a lot more fun content and they're okay with like jabbing and choking with each other. Like it's not serious. Make it put some funny music in it so people know it's not a serious thing. It's just a let's go through the field, rank who you can fight. Or... I'll go right off the bat who I don't think I could beat in a fight okay and on like honestly most drivers could probably beat me in a fight mm-hmm. but i'm just thinking like size and height advantage they would have over me newman i would put i feel like kislowski would be able to well wait who are some of the good kenseth oh kislowski logano yeah we could take that them. one crewman yeah we could take them i think logano no 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 he's like experienced i'm talking about like oh, who yeah. the good fighters are Oh, who are the good that one crewman are? at Martinsville yeah. who got suspended, I think. Yeah. Can't praise them. He got suspended. Oh, Boyer. Kevin Harvick was a good fighter back in the day. Remember Boyer at the All-Star Race? Kyle Busch to Joey Logano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mess with him. DeBenedetto. Oh, DeBenedetto and Newman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. Should, yeah, yeah that'd about. be great. <laughs> that'd be great. See, this is such a good content idea. Yeah. I would do this if I was in charge of a major platform in NASCAR coming up with entertaining content remember keyword entertaining you want to know my other idea here's the thing though i feel like enough rage in a lot of these guys take anybody you could like except like like these guys are pretty passionate after these races daniel suarez don't mess with him oh my god i see like you keep bringing him up michael mcdowell you don't want to mess with michael mcdowell were you there when he they did that okay so i was at the track that day but was not there for the fight okay gotcha yeah didn't he he body slammed him right you're like mcdowell big tree no oh it was the other way around big tree fall hard was the caption (laughs) i forget maybe suarez said that i can't remember I don't know who said that, but that was a Who point. wait, wait, wait. Who did what to who? Suarez took McDowell down and like Suarez won. took McDowell and then down. And drew like, like Bush Suarez up against the car. God, we need more fights. Agree? Mm-hmm. Agree? We had one oh Gregson versus Hemrick. Okay, but that was almost oh yeah, that was in I was like that was almost a year ago, but that was Re- Harrison. Recent. That was Noah versus Harrison. Now this Yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Noah, for again providing entertaining moments for NASCAR. Talking to him tomorrow. Oh yeah. Should be nice. That should be. That should be exciting. You should have a good conversation. Yes. Yeah. Still thinking of some fun things to say, but we'll um, we'll have a good man. I'm like back in person. I know. Very cool. How about that? All right. Should I say my other idea? Uh, if you want to say it, it's it's it's, this is never going to happen ever in content. This is Jason's idea. This is purely a joke. Please don't take this out of context. My other idea was if you have a young driver who's single, ranking the uh, attractiveness of driver spouses. Never going to happen. I know it won't happen. I think it'd be funny, though, if a young driver had personality and could make this just a funny joke. It's not real. It's just having fun. No, that just creates awkwardness. But if you're, like, you know, it's a good entertainment for the sport. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily the direction. I just think it'd be funny. It's one video clip. I'll come with more of these ideas. <laughs> I'm not saying it's serious, it's a joke. I think it'd be a funny thing, but I think people will get mad, so maybe we won't do it. I think people will get, they would, like, we'll disclaim it, it's a joke, but people are still going to get mad. Yeah. So, we'll keep that in mind. That's all I got. So, what are we doing this weekend? Well, we're, uh, we're going to GoPro Motorplex on Friday. Your first time? Yeah, my first time. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm curious to see who's going to be the best. Have you ever done fast outdoor go-karting? 
No. Only I indoor. Can't wait, that's yeah. gonna be so great. All right, who's gonna be post the faster time between us? Uh, I feel like I will. I'm gonna go with me, underdog, underdog mentality. Okay. I like because like I've I, like. I feel like I've been go karting more than you have. I've For been sure. racing more. Yeah. I've gone GoPro more, but it's been but like three I'm, years. But I'm curious. Yeah, I really am. I really think I, our friend Ryan's probably going to beat all of us. Yeah, and I Ben, think. our friend Ben as does well. Does he race? Yeah. He does? He's like done like professional kind of go-karting stuff. Oh, so we're done. We're done. Oh, man. We're going to beat our producer Tyler, though. I just though. want to put up a respectable time. We're both going to beat our producer Tyler, though. Yeah. Okay. And then GoPro Friday, which will be a lot of fun. We're watching the races. We're going to the track as fans to the Xfinity Series race. We have not ever done that together, going to the track as fans. Well, I haven't done that since, I think it was Charlotte of 2013, gone to the track as a fan. It's almost a decade. So I was, yeah, yeah. I was, I was 12, 11. No. I was, um, I was 12 the last time I went to a race as a fan. Wow. So... This will be. Uh, I just can't. I, you're, like, I just want to see your reaction to everything. Like you're gonna. Well, be, here's the thing. Like I've been. I know. Like at the 500 at Phoenix. Like. Yeah. I was in the stands, yeah. or like I had access to yeah. the stands, but I was like still working in the press box in the media yeah. center. But like I know what the grandstands. I know. Like. But you're gonna crave being down in the action. I really am. You're gonna look at it and just be like, "Why am I not down there?" Like it just feels wrong not to be working. I know, but it's fun to go as a fan. Yeah. You're going to watch me drink a beer. Yeah, and you're going to post about it. Because it gets 5,000 views every time. Roll in. Everyone, make yeah. sure you go like and retweet my video of opening a beer at the race. We're doing that Saturday. Um, Sunday, we're just having a big race day watching party. Not going to the races because 600's long. So we'll be sitting here watching the Indy 500, which I'm freaking so pumped about. I like, can't that's wait. my. All the tradition, everything about that race. It's exciting. The tradition, it's I a big even, deal. I was even watching qualifying. I know. Like, I've been watching practice. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, I think NASCAR, like the 500 is not, doesn't feel like the Indy 500 does to me anymore. The Indy 500 feels huge and special and just a, such a prestigious big deal. Daytona 500 didn't get those vibes this no. year. Which I guess this year was limited with fans, but even pre past years, it's kind of like the, I don't know, the pageantry of all has kind of been on decline for me. But for the Indy 500 after going in 2019, like that's like, I'm all about it. I freaking love that race. It's all about making those events again. Yeah. Because one thing Indy did, though, like, they were kind of on a downhill trajectory of that race, but for the 100th running, they went all out. They, like, redid, they rebranded, they redid, they made it a big deal again. And then it's continually climbed since then. I think NASCAR needs a big, I wonder when, maybe the 70th, 500 will be a good mark to do that. I don't know, like, 60, first race was, like, in 60, oh, 50th was in 2008, so 60th was in 2018, so this will be, like, 64th. Oh, so we got a while. The 69th. That's the one they're going to do big nice. things for. Speaking of, this what, is episode number 69. Thanks for making it this far. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for staying, sticking along, sticking yeah. it out. Well, we're going to end it after this. We yeah. can't have an episode yeah. 70. That's it. This we're gonna, actually, road. we're going to rename and, and We don't have there. a name yet. So I told, I had the idea. Of, this is funny. So, so the way I found out Jason wanted to change the name of this show is... We're waiting for the download to start on Tuesday, and we're talking. I don't remember what we were talking to Mike. Making Davis fun about. of me, probably about. Yeah, something. we're probably making fun of you. And Jason tells Mike, "Hey, yeah, so I'm thinking of changing the name." 
I'm like, what? He's like, oh yeah, uh, surprise, yeah. this is my ideas. And then Mike Davis was trying to come up with ideas Names. for it, but we couldn't think of any. Yeah, we'll see if he comes up with one. Yeah. I had a, I was on a walk the other day. I'm like, you know what? I think we should change the name to something. Not sure what, <laughs> not sure when. You can send us suggestions, but that's going to be, if we change it, it becomes like, pretend this comes the biggest podcast in the world after this. The Andrew Curlin Show. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to listen to that. Horse <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to download. That's like the best <laughs> moment of the year. That was hilarious. <laughs> and he was so authentic in it. And he was like, like, yeah, well, he was because Carrie, Carrie was like, yeah, damn, no, no, don't ruin the story. Right, Tell people right, to listen right. to podcasts. Yeah, go cool. listen, go listen to the show. It's, if you, but one. if you listen to this podcast and not the download, I don't really. What are you doing yeah, with yeah, your life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reprioritize your podcast. Yeah. All right, and then we'll hang out Monday, go to the pool after our fun adventures on Sunday. We'll tell you all about it on Monday. That sounds good. I can't wait. Yeah. And then uh, back at it Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm out of here. You can't leave. So soon. Can't leave. All right. Okay. Because we have to do in-person podcasts every week now. Oh, and then Jason's golf. Jason loves FaceTiming and holding golf clubs. And I finally found the oh, club. Oh, boy. Ben's at the airport. We have to go. Oh, gosh. All, All right. right. Uh, our buddy's at the airport. And uh, that's our cue to leave, everybody. Thanks right. for listening. And uh, we'll be back to tell the stories later.